I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow nerds sit in front of microphones to try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. This is episode 158. Yeah, it is. And it's probably going to be a shorter episode than last week. We say this all the time. Every time we say it's going to be a short episode, I hit the stop button (laughs) and I go, two hours of raw footage. What? How? How? Why stop being so awesome and stop making me want to tell you everything about everything in my life and the world? And I can't help it. It's because I love Star Trek and I have a moon face. I just am the best. <laughs> the gravitational gravitational pull of her moon face is constantly like. Let me, let me tell oh you. <laughs> have, have I told you about my new phone yet? Um, I am going to draw a picture of that and I'm going to give it to Jordan to put on all the social media fan art, um, but of myself. Um, if you want to actually compare to see if we are shorter than last week's episode or any of our other 158 somewhat, some sort of episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you can do so on soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod. That's where the show lives. That is. Where we hang out. Where we, you know, keep some of our clothes and then when we're back in the city, stay overnight and then get breakfast. It's our stash house? No, it's our parents' house. Oh. Right. Oh, right. That's where we keep all our shit that we don't have room for. Yeah. And then they like are so happy to see us. They like usually like slip us like 10 bucks and feed us. I just roll over to SoundCloud with a suitcase full of dirty laundry and I'm like, what's up, mom? <laughs> you want to go for dinner? I'm like, no, ma. I got I to gotta hit your laundry room immediately. Yeah. I got to wash these clothes for free. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. I'm 41. <laughs> uh, good times. If you would have... <laughs> If you how did that just zip past me in the moment? Uh, if you would like to tell us about your fun stories about going back to your parents, even though you're in your 30s and or 40s, even your 20s, oh, uh, you could do so on any of our social medias. Uh, that is Twitter at Kidampod, Instagram at Kidampod, or the old mall of social media, Facebook. It's just. It's just, just me and my homies. It's just Kate sitting on a folding chair in the middle of a gutted out warehouse filled with old people muttering Books. muttering to themselves. No. Brandon from Humans of New York is interviewing people off to the side. That's like literally all that's left on Facebook. Uh, but T- I'm there. Tell me about a time in your life you were afraid. Right now. <laughs> That the structure of this mall will not uh, keep up the roof. The center will not hold. Yeah. If you would like to support the show, because you're like, hey, these people seem like fun, and they really need to do their own laundry, (laughs) you can do so. (laughs) These people need some money, so they don't need to keep going back dragging their laundry halfway across Toronto, or or to the end of the 401, (laughs) to take it to their parents' house to wash it for free. We say thank you, friends. We appreciate all your donations. Whether they come via monthly contribution at patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Or whether you buy us like a one-off coffee. Kofi. 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 K-O-F-I dot com slash geekdownpod. Yeah. 
Um, again, thank you to everyone who supports the show. We really appreciate it. Pay for SoundCloud hosting last week. Um, sometimes it helps with like transportation. We're still setting up for another microphone. We got lots of good stuff. SoundCloud ain't cheap, y'all. No, no, to host on there. We really hope it doesn't go. We're the one thing supporting SoundCloud. <laughs> oh man. Oh God, it's yeah. us and Lil Pump. Yeah, <laughs> this is the online economy for you, folks. God. God. And since we can't, <laughs> we're not moving it to get to Spotify. Get Spotify hosting. So yeah, we're there for another year at least. At least. So yes, shorter episode out of time. Because Caitlin is currently among the unwashed masses at Anime North, and we would normally be recording. She's there. She's a booth babe Bright Shield Games. No, um, I'm like uh, a booth Baba Yaga or something. Like I'm like a little old lady in my Star Trek dress going like, buy some D&D stuff. Wanna buy? (laughs) Just yelling at people as they go buy a stupid, (laughs) buy this. Buy this. It's good. You it's, buy it. it's good. You buy. It's good. You buy. I got a, a large trench coat for some reason. I got D and D stuff hanging on the inside. Um. Anyways, I'm sure I've had a lovely time, and I've been texting you nonstop about weird stuff. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully, I will take a picture. Sometimes I like back out at the last second, and I'm like, my moon face. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Uh. No, my moon face. <laughs> It's so comparatively big to everyone else's. It's such a wider diameter. Uh, it freaks me out. <laughs> I literally look like I should be selling the all-night menu at McDonald's in 1986. Uh, I'm in an old-timey commercial for, like, <laughs> tomato soup. I look like I'm in a 1930s silent movie and a rocket is shot into my eye. Yeah, I knew you were going to like that one. <laughs> Caitlin Snort recorded on mic. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. yeah. Yes. Are we always this crazy? We are. Welcome to the show. So, <laughs> If you're new, thanks. So, despite being 41 years old and not being able to do my laundry yep. on a regular basis, uh-huh. that's a lie. I do. <laughs> he does. I do it. Only very occasionally do I come in and he's like, there wasn't time. There's a pile of laundry. Do not look at it. <laughs> like today. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> then it's not that big. If I can limit it to just that mesh bag, yeah. we're good. That's good. If I need a mesh bag and the bulk barn bag, Uh-oh. that's why I guess I should probably do the sheets this week. That'll break it. That'll require the bulk barn bag. I did something I rarely have an opportunity or desire to do. Oh, and what and that is that? Is, that is really cook. Okay. Well, for those of you who are new and don't know, Jordan lives in the Polly Pocket. <laughs> Welcome to the Polly Pocket, everyone. It is um, what is called in some circles a bachelor apartment. But it is also like, look at the apartment from like the fifth element. <laughs> Just not quite as cool. <laughs> Jumping ahead, we watched the movie Venom this week, single topic episode. Yeah. Let you know that right off. Eddie Brock's downgrade apartment. Yeah. His poor person's apartment. Yeah. Five times the size oh, yeah. of this apartment. Yeah. I mean. That, that was his poor apartment. I liked his gross shower curtain, but we'll get to that. <laughs> still had a fridge. Still had an oven. Yeah. Freezer. Not things I have. No. He has a fold-up desk. 
And like we have been doing this podcast at a what is technically meant to be like a breakfast table for your kitchen. I drilled it into the wall, and now it's my desk slash table where we record the podcast. Yeah, and I don't lean on it. <laughs> you probably could, but sometimes I do, and I get a little too into my work when I'm here, and I got the laptop, or like I'm on the iPad, and I hear a little like just something like settling, yeah. and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. No, I haven't leaned on this desk since like the first two weeks of us, or three weeks of us I doing mean, this. For the first couple months of us doing this podcast, when you were like, ooh, maybe don't put all your weight on it. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. Would I put, like, a giant stack of records on it? Probably not. So, most of my cooking is usually, just by necessity, stovetop-based. Yes. A lot of stir-fries. A lot of boiling water and things. A lot of boiling water. A lot of Mm -hmm. boiling water. A lot of stir-frying. A lot of pan-frying and boiling in water and that type of thing. Occasionally, when I'm splurging, frozen, like, you know, a frozen chicken finger... (laughs) combo or something chicken like, tenders because i do have a, i do have a convection oven but i don't really use it for much mm-hmm. um mostly like toasting things yes as you do like pop tarts as you do so i have a friend who i adore and who adores me frankly and she had previously been a subscriber to hello fresh yes hello fresh if you listen to any podcast <laughs> you already know is one of these uh you know meal planning sort of subscription services i don't know every week you pick like three meals that you want and, and they, they like deliver all the ingredients and how to do it and then you do it and then you do it and they give you literally everything you need yep. portioned properly etc cetera, etc cetera. and she canceled her subscription mm-hmm. but still had a like referral code right which she gave to me mm-hmm. and i used and they gave the option of either like the you know dinners for two people or dinners for a family of four. Your man oh. is not a dummy. No. Signed up for that dinner for four, family of four plan. Yep. I think it was supposed to be free. Ultimately, they may have taken a dollar from me just to like verify the PayPal account for future oh, uh goodness. for future subscriptions. Yeah, yeah I can handle that for a <laughs> dollar. And then when the food showed up last Sunday, probably terminated the subscription because y'all ain't going to catch me out there friends no that's the worst thing you could do is forget about something you wanted the free 30 days for yep that's a shock so on did you see the did you see the photo of all the food when it showed up yes Yes. so this giant box shows up Mm -hmm. on sunday i don't know how it got into the house thank you to my neighbor if you brought it into the house (laughs) because dude called me but i did not hear it because my phone was dying but i'm on sexy new phone now and it'll never happen again um so, yeah, the food comes. I go down. I get it. This giant box. I open it up, and there's, like, three giant paper bags. Yep. Each with the ingredients for, um, because of my circumstances, you know, you, you select from options, right? Yeah. A lot of pan searing going on there. Didn't, didn't <laughs> yeah. want to take any risks. So, basically, you have variations on pan seared uh, salmon, mm-hmm. steaks, and turkey. Nice. So, just, like, a cantaloupe-sized ball of steak. <laughs> and, like a tray of turkey and like four you know salmon steaks plus just these bags filled with potatoes and zucchini and and garlic and and a lemon and like amazing pouches of sauces and shit there's been a lemon in here before there has been a lemon in here before yeah um y'all i had to zest a lemon and then the little like cards to do it and so basically the plan was i was just going to cook it all on mass get takeout containers take it to work since that's where i'd be eating it and throw it in the freezer at work yeah so that's what i did last monday was i just cooked 
all day. Yeah, you food prepped. Um, I don't know how y'all do it. It's really difficult. It's kind of a nightmare, especially in this situation where you have like, you know, a sink the size of a bucket where I was just like perpetually. It's like less than a bucket. How dare you? Basically, the only way I survived was just do not even let these dishes sit for like, if you are finished with a dish before you go on to the next thing, just wash it. Keep that sink empty. Like, yeah, that's the only way I survived. But it also means that because some of these uh, meals required like freshly made accompaniments. Yes. Like the salmon was Greek pan seared salmon. Ooh. A little dill. I had to make fresh tzatziki. I know how to make tzatziki now. Oh my gosh. Turns out, and I did not know it involved grating cucumbers. I had to grate cucumbers. It does. Cucumbers go through a box grater very quickly. Almost sliced my finger off. That's not good. You don't want to add that to your dish. <laughs> no. No don't, finger. Don't want half my finger sliced off. So yeah, because the salmon with tzatziki is basically, it's been salmon week at work. Because I got to get through all this tzatziki. Can't let it sit for much longer than that. I hope all your coworkers uh, love got, the smell of salmon. I've, well, I let them all use the microwave before me this oh, week. Oh, that's nice. That was uh, that was salmon with uh, with zucchini, and every meal came with some sort of uh, roasted potato. I roasted potatoes like three times. Amazing that day, and the whole experience really just kind of like uh, exposed me to the possibilities of my my your tiny ki- kitchen, my kitchen's abilities. Yeah, get yourself a toaster oven, y'all. They're very handy. I roasted vegetables. I broiled the steaks for a little bit after I pan fried mm. them. I was all in there with that mess. I've not tried them yet. Like I said, it's been salmon week. Next week, uh, we got to get through the turkey because that involves some fresh made ranch that Ooh, I had to make. Yes, don't want okay. that. Don't want that to go bad. No. Um, yes, the uh, and z- zucchini. Some had some fried and then roasted zucchini with the with the salmon. That sounds very lovely. Um, with some dill. I don't know what's accompanying the turkey. I don't recall. One of them had the steak had snap peas and green beans with the uh, with the with the turkey. Very nice. So next week is Turkey Week, followed by Steak Week. And this is all frozen at work? Yes. Amazing. All four trays that just say steak with my initials, four trays that just say... Tur- and then, because I wanted to make sure it thawed, Yeah. when I left work on Saturday morning, I took all the turkey trays, put them in, put the, them fridge. in the fridge. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my coworkers are very confused at what's happening. <laughs> Somebody seems to be using our freezer Someone's co-opting their- the freezer. Like it's just, <laughs> Literally, it was just filled with uh, foil takeout trays. The best... Uh, thing about um, there and having a freezer was when the management used to buy us like popsicles. Yes. And I was like, yes, popsicle day. Stupid Matt one summer demanded freezies for the for the night crew. Did you want cut size of your mouth? Stupid Matt. Stupid Matt ate like the big freezies. Yeah, I like, know. Like the dollar ones. Which are delicious. So look, there's like a Costco box of dollar freezies. It's all about vanilla. It's all about white. Is that what that flavor is supposed to be? I think so. White freezy is the best freezy. Yeah, I, I concur. I'll go white than blue than red, maybe. I kind of liked orange. Mm. I mean, tell, every freezy is a good freezy. Tell tell us your, your freezy colors. Give us your freezy For me, picks. I think red's like at the bottom. Red's just kind of pl- I mean, red's just kind of played out. Yeah. White, white, and white and blue are my jams, though. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, every night, stupid Matt would have a freezy. Wow. Like clockwork. It was like the only, <laughs> it was like the only thing that brought him joy. Oh, I guess if it brings you joy, then freezies <laughs> are fine. But really, popsicles are superior. Does this add joy? Yes, it does. Um, 
So yeah, just uh, adv- adventures in cooking. So, Never really get a chance to do it. And I'm really proud of you. Thank you. It's kind of awesome that, you know, you basically got three weeks of food for nothing. Yes, because then you know what happens? What? I calculate how much money I would have spent on meals that week. And then you high-five yourself? I high-five myself, and I take it, and I put it in the Japan Fund. Woo! Um, I watch a lot of food videos, as we know. And the problem with watching food videos is I immediately get hungry. Someone gets snacky. I get very snacky. Uh, immediately, it's like some weird. Even if I've just eaten, I'm like, "Ooh, I really need to have bread pudding." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't need to have bread pudding at all." Um, but I've been watching these videos where it's like 18th century cooking or this thing, um, and they all seem like super easy. And I'm like, "Maybe I'll cook." And I get through ha- halfway chopping a thing, and I'm like, "I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore." That's what I did. I bought a garlic mincer because I didn't want to chop it. I bought a garlic press because everything was going to require chopping garlic. And I was like, it's it's fine if I have to do it once, but I don't want to do it like three times. Also, there were shallots involved and holy shit, those like tore my eyes up. Really? I I make gravy, y'all. You make gravy? I make gravy. Steaks steaks at gravy. Oh my gosh. Shallots and onions went in the gravy. Good for you. Also, oh, what was it? Thyme smells like body odor. What? Made my whole fridge stink. I put all that shit in the fridge, and every time I went to get my milk for my cereal, I was like, "Something is going <laughs> on in there. It's time, y'all." I I don't know that about time. <laughs> I've never had that experience with time. Well, it was, this was fresh time. Oh, oh, I see. It's also a pain in the ass to strip off the stems. Oh, I'm just never use the leaves, right? So you got to peel the leaves oh, off. Oh, I the always time, use so. the stems as well. No, I don't yeah. know. maybe I could. I just, do what the, I just do what the card tells me to. And thank you, HelloFresh, for the 30% off to uh, Lego World. <laughs> that came, coupon that came in the bag. You will definitely never be using that. Oh, I already told Pops. Oh. <laughs> I offered it to Pops. I was like, unless I can eat the Lego, it's not happening. You can't go to Lego World isn't without a child. Really? Yeah. I remember that being a thing. Uh-huh. Some old, some old nerd got real upset. He wanted to go to Lego World, and they wouldn't let him because he didn't have a kid. <laughs> He just steals he's some like, child. He's like, I want to go to Lego. No, he's like a Lego aficionado, and he like really wanted to go. And they're like, you look like a child molester, so no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, this is discrimination. I just love Lego. It is discrimination because you're an adult. <laughs> We're discriminating against you because of that. Because of that. Get yourself a kid. Wait, no. Don't take, <laughs> take that back. Oh. <laughs> Get yourself a baby. Steal one of those <laughs> forgotten babies from the hospital in Harboiled. Yeah. Swing through the Lego world. <laughs> There's just Caitlin with all the babies. No, you can't have one. They're all mine. They're all my babies. Ah, uh, good times. Um, what else was on the, the timeless chat itinerary? Um, I need to talk about Amazon. <laughs> okay. Amazon. Dear Amazon Prime, you need to stop advertising things a bunch until you're ready to release them. Do a little bit of advertising, a speckle here, a speckle there, but don't constantly be advertising Good Omens if you're not going to fucking release it. Someone's mad that Good Omens isn't out yet. I have been checking since March. I'm like, oh, is it out yet? No. And it doesn't, like when you go to it, it doesn't like say, I'm coming out at this time, on this day. I had to like go to the Wikipedia page and it was like, wasn't there. It's still like a ridiculous time away, isn't it? I think it comes out this at the end of this month. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. It could be coming out today. Major Canadian retailer got the like hardcover art of behind the scenes story of Good Omens book. Good Omens. Okay, I'm gonna um, talk about something, and a lot of people are not gonna be my friend anymore. I don't really like Good Omens. It was okay. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. I know. 
I just, I think it's okay. Um, I would really like to see it in television show form. Uh, because I like both of them as writers. I just, I thought Good Omens was okay. I, I, like, not particularly good. Like, I was, wasn't even really entertained. Would you say? We've got quibbles. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's quibbles. I think it's just, I didn't think it was particularly funny. It was, it was alright. Like, it was an okay story. I read it so long ago, I barely remember anything about it. The Demon Loved Queen, I feel like, was a thing in the book. Possibly. I also read it a long time ago. I read it in high school. And so. I never knew how to pronounce the demon's name. I don't remember. I know he's played by David Tennant. Zyrafail. Zyrafail? 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 Like there was an A on it? Possibly. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Anyways. Um, so yeah, it was like fine. I don't think it, it was nearly as good as Neil Gaiman's writing or Terry Pratchett's writing. Um, the Color of Magic doesn't count. Um, it was a terrible book. Always the flame takes for, the, for that first Discworld book. Terrible. I think he even knows it was terrible. <laughs> um, or did know it was terrible. Um, but anyways, so I, but I really want it to come out. The other thing, and we had a problem while we were trying to pick something. Um, I was like, oh, I think The Boys is out on Amazon <laughs> because they've been advertising that nonstop and they've been advertising it for months. Nope. Not out till fucking like July. Stop advertising it then. I know it's there. You know it is out on Amazon. What? Fleabag season two. What? Oh. Oh, Amazon, we've got beef. <laughs> Caitlin had no idea Fleabag was coming back. How? I've been checking how, what is going on? I've been checking about it and looking up articles and reading things and like little scenes from the season. Right, because it already aired on the BBC. But You could have like, huh, you could have shown me that one. Friday. Dropped on Friday. Oh, a week Friday. I would have like, this. I would have like, been th- next week, I will have gone through it. <laughs> Come back, and I will have gone through the whole it's thing. It's about her, like, yeah, so the, the crux is like, her like meeting a priest and like, yeah, develop, like, a more, developing a relationship with like faith and God and stuff. I think she just wants to bang the priest. She probably does. Yeah. It sounds more You know, like, like the, the first two seconds, Phoebe Waller-Bridge pulled a face and I was like, marry me. <laughs> Love her faces. Also, apparently, season two of Killing Eve was really good. Was it? Yeah. Never got through the first one. Yeah, me neither. I also didn't get through Barry. I have heard from many people that Barry recently had an episode that is ranking on many people's best episodes of television they've ever seen. Really? Yes. Huh. Um, I feel like this is a continuation of, like, best endings to (laughs) television shows. Let's just talk about, like, best episodes of television well it's a funny thing you know you talked about you know the miniseries thing where like you know you feel like you know something like broadchurch should have just ended on the on the first season yeah um so you never made it through the first season of barry no no i didn't end up making i I got to like i think we did three episodes and i think i got up to like maybe episode five Mm. and i just got distracted as usual (laughs) well you should go back um and how like bill Hader did this interview with the new yorker around the time they were working on season two where like how weird it was for him to be like out on the streets and people loving the show, but thinking it ended perfectly. Right. Being like, man, that was a great ending. That, love that berry. Don't eat any more of that. Nope. That was just perfect. You just put a button on it. It was just perfect. Yeah. And Bill Hader being like, thank you. We're literally taping. Season but two. also too fucking bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
how like yeah, and they may have the same problem because you know, something like Broadchurch ended pretty, yeah, pretty decently on a on a nice nice little button, and then they went back, and it was fine. And then like yeah, there's apparently been a season three. I have no idea what happens or what the connection. I don't think it's got a connection to anything. Like at least season two answered the question of the like case that broke Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't do not remember what his name was. Um, you know that question was there, and season two kind of answered it. Not very well. Turned out the answer wasn't that compelling, but oh. at least they answered it. I thought. So, yeah. I feel like this is going to be like my heroes thing. Broadchurch only had one season. Only one season. Heroes only had one season. You're welcome to do that. There can only be one season of Barry. Just watch yeah. that first season and be like, Barry. man, I wonder what happened to Barry after that. Yeah. I, I'm really glad all these shows only have one season. I feel like <laughs> it would have been bad if they continued on. Um,. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I count as some of my best, fa- most favorite episodes of TV ever. Oh, God. I feel like that's a question that we're going to have to come back and explore. Yeah, I will need to need to put a pin in that. There's definitely some episodes of The Wire in there. I definitely have some favorite sitcom episodes. I am going to say go it, and everyone's going to be like, ugh, and Jordan's going to be like, ugh. There are some episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine that were fantastic. They just really were. Beginning to end, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but you know what? Why we're going to talk about it in the upcoming weeks? Why? Because of June. <laughs> You've decided this? Yeah, I've decided this. Do you remember what I said June was going to be? Who likes theme months? <laughs> I do. And I think you do too. From the people who brought you August Watch Rama and November Crapathon. What did I say June was again? I don't even remember. I'm going to have to look back. God. I'm going for our phones. I can't be expected to remember these things. I'm just going for my phone because it's sexy. (laughs) Everyone, Jordan got a new phone. Did you forget after the hour chat last week? They probably didn't. poor brain getting a new phone? The cheapest new phone he could, the cheapest yet goodest new phone he could get? Yet goodest? Yeah, I said goodest. You said goodest. I did. There's so many messages from you about your new phone. It's amazing. Girl, shut up. I'm just saying. It's more than you would think. Oh, God. This discussion was on, like, Friday. Oh, okay. So, I got it because I did the June the June thing. Um, Opportune June. Opportune June. November Trashathon and Opportune June, which is when we watch the things that we said we were going to watch and then didn't. You know what? One of Caitlin's most favorite things she's ever seen on this podcast is what is it jordan it's a korean uh drama called pasta (gasps) i love pasta she does love pasta she loves it so much she stopped watching it like two years ago (laughs) and never went back to it i did go back to it and i was like i'm gonna finish it and i promptly did not i like got distracted left the room for a snack and just was like forensic files (laughs) Are, are we leaving this to ourselves are we viewers choice or are we gonna order each other to watch i feel like we should do like this is what I had. The idea I had was that I will ask you to watch one thing. You will watch the one thing yourself, like from the things I've given you. Mm. And then we'll maybe continue one of the things we watched as like us both watching a thing. Okay. And then maybe we could do a viewer's, a viewer's choice. I don't know. What do you guys think? We need comments on this. Let us know. Please do. Because she's just going to give me Avatar again. Until oh, I, I'm going to give you that no matter until, what. Until I watch the entire run of Avatar. I don't even know where the hell I left off on Avatar. Bit by bit. 
Inch by suddenly inch. I'm 57, but I've seen all <laughs> I've seen all of Avatar: The Last Airbender. And his opinion hasn't changed, but victory is mine. And now he can watch Korra. Anime for people who don't watch anime. Oh, dear. Uh, so, yeah, let us know. We would love to hear your opinion and what you would like us to continue watching that we said we were definitely going to watch because <laughs> we found it so enjoyable and then did not. Like, oh, my God, you guys, it's just so good. I can't wait to watch more of it. And then I watched another season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've seen 15 times, and Caitlin watched another 700 episodes of Friends of Files. Yeah. And every so often when I'm like, I don't want to watch, I'll just put on Forensic Files because it's an easy choice. That's, listen, that's what TV is supposed to be. This is why people watch The Office 19 times. This is why I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine again and again for like the past year. It's just fun. It's lazy. Something for us to like. It's like a warm bath. I gotta, I gotta do another re-binge of The Good Place. I have to finish watching The Good Place. Oh my, oh my god. I know, I know. That's, okay. That's my avatar. <laughs> it's like... No, because I'm, I'm, I've been independently watching The Good Place. It's just <laughs> taking me a long time. Um, no, what is the thing you keep on giving me? What do you think? We'd have to go back. It's probably going to be... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be anime, for sure. Probably. It's probably something I was like, I'm going to definitely watch this. So good. Ten. Did you ever finish Recreators? No, I did not. <laughs> that is going to be one of the things. Black man doing yeah. the motherfucking thing in the world, baby. Right. Wrong drop. Who cares? Well, I'm like slowly t- taking things off my list. See, this is the problem with doing an episode at a time. We don't know what to talk about. I'm sure something amazing happened. There's an explosion of some kind <laughs> in the world of geekdom. Something incredible happened. It turns out the ending of Game of Thrones was perfect and y'all are happy. Yeah. And we just talked for an hour last week about how it's probably going to be shit and y'all are going to be mad. But now you're like, oh my God, I and love I it. I didn't get to talk about my mom like being like, so uh, I need to talk to someone about Game of Thrones. <laughs> and basically being like, maybe they're going to fix everything. And I was like, oh, mom. You sweet summer child. Fix everything what? Like with the pacing and the production or like... Yeah, like Daenerys and, you know, all the terrible sexist things. Oh, sure. and Daenerys will be like, you know what? Burning down an entire city. That was wrong. I'll take the L on that. That's my, that my bad. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, guys. My bad. Do over. You know what? John, take the throne. It's cool. Or mom's like, maybe they can co-rule. I was like, oh, mom. Sweet summer child. Remember when they explicitly tried that? And stupid was still like, I don't want it. Because he's stupid. Stupid, you're stupid. Nobody likes you, Jon Snow. (laughs) I don't think I'll be wrong if I say now, out of time, that the the whole fucking show probably ends with him wandering into the north looking for Tormund. Oh, oh my goodness. Maybe. No throne, the world is chaos. Jon walks defeated into the north. Hey, technically she would have broken the wheel. <laughs> left no and, kings and left nothing behind. No kings, no queens, and nobody. I heard some people say Sansa and Tyrion is like a co-ruler type thing, but what are they even ruling? Why are they even ruling at this point? Ashes, He's fucking rubble, like <laughs> ashes. Anyway, we don't need to talk about the whole point about Game of Thrones being over now. Is we don't have to talk about Game of Thrones anymore. We don't. Though people will be talking about it for years to come. What are you going to do, The Ringer? <laughs> That's all your whole industry. What, what will you ever on? write about now? Oh, yeah. Any predictions for, like, possible shows that will take the place of Game of Thrones? I don't think that ever happens. I think... It was, like, a one Content a... distribution models are too, uh... Yeah. Are too fucked up at this point to, um... You can't have that experience. Part of the whole Game of Thrones thing is it's the last remnant of the week-to-week, like... Everybody walks into work on Monday and goes, Oh, my, oh my God. God. did you see this? Did you see that? You had that with Breaking Bad, um... 
people will argue you had it with Mad Men. Like, you have your flame takes about, you know, not thinking that Owen's very good. My flame takes is that Mad Men is supremely overrated. Right. It's it's fine. It's fine. Was it ever the best show on television? Fuck no. You heard it here. Not first, but <laughs> again and again, folks. You heard it again and again. <laughs> Mad Men was fine. Um it did not have that. Sopranos might have had that, but I feel like The Sopranos was still kind of... No, The Sopranos was probably pretty big. I don't have the historical knowledge to be like, what was the ratings on the last episode of The Sopranos? I think, like, if the finale of MASH has always been held up as, like, you know, the most watched thing ever, I think it's been surpassed since then. But, like, right. for the longest time, the finale of MASH was like, everybody on Earth was watching the finale of MASH. I feel Game of Thrones, when the ratings come out, will probably just like blow Scra- that. scrape yeah. not blow it not because i don't think people watch television as much anymore mm. definitely not in real time but right. um and so many people are pirating it yep <laughs> who would ever do that um definitely not anybody no we one know speaking on a microphone um i think it'll scrape those numbers i don't know that it'll surpass it but i think it'll be the closest anything's ever come hmm. um i think and the only thing closest I think movies will be the only thing that are close to that. Right. Um, because of the way they are still released. Like, you know, your Star Wars is your Avengers. You know, your everything that Disney puts out that are the bane of my existence will. <laughs> it's the only thing you have to go to. Those, those will always drive that experience. They are still going to have the Monday morning going to work like, oh my God, I saw Endgame this weekend. Or right. I saw fucking Rise of Skywalker this weekend. Like. Movies will take a bit of that, uh, you know, monoculture discussion in a way that TV, I don't think, can do it anymore. I think I think Game of Thrones is the last, will be the last sort of show that's like that. I don't even think, like, you know, the prequel show that comes after it or Watchmen or any of that, any of that business. His Dark Materials might have a, might have a left field. Eh. victory among a certain segment but maybe i mean though something that has that experience but is not the same is um westworld right, right. like it did the there was definitely that true detective sometimes buzz. too yeah, yeah but the, nowhere near again that's no. i think that's still in the uh, bubble of tv people like right. people who really like tv people dorks like me who like listen to podcasts about tv and the making of tv and shit like that yeah um I do like inside the episodes. You guys, everybody should keep on making those. <laughs> I learned about production stuff. Um, Westworld's probably a good call, though. Although I did not speak in a shit that, like, <laughs> f- fell away. They're like, I'm going to get back to that sometime. Sometime. I still maintain having your first 15 minutes of Evan Rachel Wood getting pulled out of a farmhouse by her hair and clocked in the face. I was like, I'm good. It's all right. I don't need this in my life. Game of Thrones, you did enough of that for everybody. Yeah, I've, my my sexual assault quota has been filled by Game of Thrones. I've only got so much room for sexual assault. This is how I felt when I turned like, I was like 20. And I was like, I've had enough for a lifetime. Never, I don't need any more ever again. <laughs> yeah. How will anyone know they're bad, Caitlin? Just have them shoot a horse. That's also how you know. You could, it's lazy either way, but maybe abuse animals yeah. instead of women. Yeah, just like set a dog on fire. Woo! Listen, Theon killed a dog in John Wick. I knew he was a bad guy. Right? 
There you go. Didn't have to kill his wife. His wife was already dead. Whoa, plot twist. <laughs> have them kill puppies. It's fun. Kill kill puppies instead. I love someone just taking that bit of our show. Beta comes after us. I can never run for public office. No. Not like I wanted to. What else is out there in the world? Did I have any other timeless topics that I wanted to bring up? Probably not. Phone, cooking. Snacks. Mary Jack with snacks. snacks. And me being snacky. Anime North. Bread pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, friends, we weren't kidding. No. It was a quick episode this week. We did not lie. Did not lie. Gave you some chip chat. Some little topical thematic concerns about the, the... the content world at large, but um, somebody at this table is really excited to talk about the thing we watched this week. So I think we're going to take a break right here. Oh, someone, someone sat back in her chair. I just perked up a bit. <laughs> a little, little twist. So when we come back, we're going to talk about Venom. See you in a second. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the back half of the show. This is the portion of the show where Caitlin and I would normally talk about the things we brought each other, but nay. No, sorry, Bob. Not this week. Figure we were due for a single topic. Woo! Take a look at something out there in the ether, the nerddom ether that we both had not checked out. No, and I had heard good things about. I had heard strangely gay things about, but... Also, yes. Talk about that more later on. Before we talk about the thing... We should mm-hmm. still establish the rules, yeah, just sure. in general. Yeah. So the first rule is uh, the rule of Fritz. The rule it's, of Fritz. It's the rule of Fritz. No, the rule of three, which is the rule that if the thing comes in parts, we will watch, read, consume three of those parts to see that the thing gets a chance to become the thing it's trying to become. This was a movie. So it didn't count. Didn't matter. Who no. cares? Uh, second rule is hashtag save it for the pod. Don't talk about the thing. Until you are sitting in front of these microphones. Which has been unbelievably hard Just to do. It's harder and harder all the time lately. Um, well, this in this case, it's because I desperately want to go, why would we do that? Pile of heads. Pile of bodies. <laughs> I just want to do that all the time. Listen. <laughs> Put a sock in it. Putting a sock in it. We need to make sure the people get the hottest delivery from Jordan Cade's House of Hot Takes. Very important. Very important. Third rule, not a rule. As much as a policy, there will be spoilers. Absolutely. So if you have not seen this thing, you should either go see the thing and come back or just like buck off. Or hear what we have to say and maybe then you decide you want to go see it. Oh yeah, I guess there's a third option. I just really like telling people to fuck off, but like in a nice way. The like, nicest love way. You, the sweetest way. But fuck off. If you got to be told to fuck off. Yeah. It may as well be from Caitlin McKinnon. Right. It's one of the best places to get told to Basically, fuck off. Basically like just a balloon is telling you. <laughs> A happy balloon, not like a Pennywise balloon. But like, <laughs> no, no, a very happy balloon. It's like a foil helium balloon that yeah, just kind of put, you know, face. like like a get well balloon, but instead it says, fuck off. Fuck off. Congratulations. <laughs> fuck off. Is there a market for those? Should we be making those? <laughs> Absolutely. Should that, be the first, should that be the first piece of Geek Down merch? Can we please put that on the board? Bam. Bam. It's on the board. Inflatable fuck off balloons. Yeah. So, I don't really have a preamble for this because I didn't bring it in. Uh, what possessed you? Haha, <laughs> what possessed me? Oh my god, me? oh my god, I wasn't... Uh, I bet you didn't. Wasn't even thinking it. But you, 
and yet it was there. Syn- synchronous, y'all. Um, what did make me think about it? We we were just batting around a few things. You know, we didn't really have anything pinned down. There was oh. nothing anybody was dying to look at. I do know what it was. Hmm. It was that I was looking at through comic books. Right. And I was thinking, oh, we haven't done a comic book in a while. There's a ton. I know there's a ton of stuff out there that's new. Uh, someone I heard someone mentioning something um, in an article. So I looked up just like best comic books of 2019 so far. Right. And as I was scrolling through... I saw Venom, and I went, oh my gosh, Venom! I've been wanting to watch this forever, and it's a character that is very familiar to Jordan and myself, just in knowing comics and cartoons and stuff like that. If you know your funny books. Then you know Venom. Um, And I heard really interesting things about it, Um, and it kind of was this underdog that actually ended up doing pretty well. Um, So yeah, that's what made me think about it. And we like to take a look at sort of interesting things and maybe things that have split audiences mm. um, and get our own our own hot takes on stuff that maybe are a little bit old, a little bit stale, but hot for us. Just got to zap it in the microwave. It's good as new. So. So this week, that was Venom. Yeah. Which is a 2018 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, produced by Columbia Pictures in association with Marvel and Tencent Pictures. I don't even know what that is. Um... Pick and choose, Kate. Pick and choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking things. Um, I don't know who... Ruben Fleischer is the director. Sure. Sure. Great. Um, of course, it stars... Uh, what's his name? I'm finding it. Tom Hardy. That's the one. Tom Hardy and, you know, blonde actress that... Michelle. Michelle, Michelle Williams, Michelle who Williams. I've decided must be a member of the Annie McDowell Nautical Club. <laughs> what? Michelle Williams. Yeah. Must be a member of yeah. the Annie McDowell Nautical Club. Oh my god! Michelle yes. Williams obviously needs a boat. That's why she's that's why she's here. She's like, you know, you know what? This boat free life is not acceptable. I need a boat. I saw hard boiled and I was like, I need to sail away. I need on to a scream boat. on a boat. Where can I get a boat? Annie McDowell has like seven boats. Where did she get all those boats? How did she get how did she afford all those boats? It wasn't through financing. <laughs> Annie McDowell said shitty movies. So, um, there's some things about, like, after Venom appeared in Spider-Man 3 in 2007, there's, like, all these things about making it into a movie. Listen, yeah, they were going to do this for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, the plot is pretty simple. While exploring space for new habitable worlds, a probe belonging to the Bioengineering Corporation Life Foundation discovers a comet covered in symbiotic life forms. Four of them, to be exact. Four of them. The crazy scientist that is supposed to be basically uh, a... What's his name? Oh, Mars guy. Oh, you, no. Stop. Stop doing... I'm doing the fingers. Only one of us can do fingers at once. I'm doing fingers. Squid hands. Squid hands. Um, <laughs> who is it? Oh, come on. You'll never get this one, so I'm not, I'll let you have it. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. There we go. It's supposed to be sort of like this Elon Musk type character. He's like, the world is going to crumble. We need to find new habitable hab- habitable worlds. Finds these symbiotes. Is like, oh my gosh, this is the secret. We need to have them bond with people so we can live in space. Um, Got to get off world. This world's a, done. A series of unfortunate events. Um, Eddie Brock, a reporter and New Yorker. Journalist Eddie Brock. Yeah. Um, gets exposed to one of these. Venom. And they have a charming relationship. Turns out, because science, science, 
there are certain science requirements yes so for it's a symbiote to pair with a host they say basically it's kind of like a um organ transplant you can't just put your organ into anybody it needs to bond properly and for some reason what what are those factors <laughs> Meh. Science. alcoholism science alcoholism tater tots tater tots yeah heads um <laughs> so basically because of science uh eddie's a perfect match for venom or so you think. Um, and they go around doing fun Venom things. He eats people. Two best friends that anyone <laughs> can have. They're the two best, best friends. friends. Uh, 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 uh. Um, and they uh, there's another symbiote um, who I can't remember. It's when you have lots of like guns and stuff. Isn't that his name? No. Oh, what's his name? His name's Riot. Oh, He's mentioned that he has an arsenal. Arsenal. I was thinking his name was Arsenal. No, it's Riot. Um, and he's like the leader, basically. And as he, as Venom says, he has shit you have not seen. Have not seen. Um, just means axe arms. Axe arms. He's got axe arms. Axe arms. And like spiky things that yes. can like be spiked into you. Um, and he wants to basically go back in the rocket that this Elon Musk character has and yep. go to back to their home world and bring, bring everybody millions back. of yep. people back to basically eat. Eat everything. Eat everybody. Um, and then Venom's like, actually, I actually really like this part. <laughs> Venom's like, on my home planet, I'm kind of a loser like you, Eddie. <laughs> I actually really like this planet and I can like eat as many heads as I want. I'm a loser back home, but down here I'm awesome. I'm, so. I'm the best. <laughs> so I don't want to go back home and I don't want to have other people destroy the planet. Um, so they save the world. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. From, I mean, from Riot, at least. Um, yeah. So, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Jordan, what did you think? Because you've got notes. What did you say two weeks ago now, I believe, oh, about my relationship to Marvel movies? Um, That you don't like Marvel movies because it's just, like, too much all the time. What specifically, though? So you were like, you, you always say you hate Marvel movies, and then you watch the movie, I make you watch a movie, and you're like, oh, the movie was fine. fine. It was pretty fun. Yeah. But then you're like, uh, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin? Yeah. It was great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. This movie is so much better than it has any fucking, fucking right, right to, to be. be. Absolutely. This is the best you could do with the dumbest character Marvel ever put out. Yeah. You're not 15 anymore, y'all. This is a shitty character. Yeah. Venom has always been terrible. He was cool before cool was a thing. You know what they did? You know what they did with Venom? He was an edgelord back in the 90s. He's definitely the patron saint of edgelords. Oh, yeah. But then they were like, you know what? Let's make him silly. You know, he low-key was like, he was legitimately created by like a teenager who wrote in to a letters page. Like, really? On some like, this would be cool. And then they legit like took his idea, paid him like 200 bucks and like. We're like, yeah, it's cool. Todd McFarlane put a tongue on him and he was like, Edgelord. it's my creation. <laughs> I'm going to go make Spawn because you're not paying me for Venom. Um, I didn't even check to see if he got credited as a creator on this movie. Huh. I got to go back and check that. Probably didn't. Um, yeah, the. Because this is so free of all the baggage mm-hmm. of, there's no mention of Peter Parker. I was going to say, there's no mention or, of Spider-Man. There's no mention of like the other, any other Marvel Universe stuff. This is a Marvel movie doing what the DC movies are doing. Yes. Which is just like, you know what? 
fuck the whole interconnected anything. You know, there's really no nod to the world outside. The only nod is that one of the astronauts is named Jameson. And... Which in the comics, J. Jonah Jameson's kid was an astronaut. Yeah. Like, that's the only nod I picked up. And that, like, they're from New York originally. Yes. And got basically, you know... You got run out, got of, run out, out of, of New York. York. He's very New Yorker. But they said it on the West Coast. So there isn't that whole, we have to talk about the things going on in New York thing. Because... They're on the West Coast, so they don't have to mention any of that. Of course, Stan Lee makes an appearance. Um, so basically, yeah, what you end up with when you remove all that stuff is just a very, something very reminiscent to me of like a late 90s, like sci-fi, mid-level like thriller type yeah. of, you know, comedic thriller type of thing. Almost, the movie, I always say they don't make movies like this anymore. Yeah. This is what Venom basically is, just with like a Marvel patina slapped on it. Like, Well, I... I'm kind of in a weird way, kind of like Blade. Like, it's just yeah. like this one-off. It doesn't really connect to a wider universe. It just does its thing. And it can be really silly if it wants. And, you know, you know, they may... There are it- no expectations put on it. It just, yeah. it could exist. Because everyone, when this was announced, was like, the trailer started dropping, was oh, like, well, no. Jesus Christ. Like, find me something that needs to exist less than a Venom movie. Like, yeah. Nobody needs this, but by I feel like by not shoehorning it into anything else to do with Marvel aside from a Stan Lee cameo, like yeah, and then at the very end, Carnage, which and again, it's not like it's not like Carnage has shown up in you know was in Spider Man Homecoming and no. it's a connecting tissue there. It's far, it's the closest thing. The bullshit thing about Venom, and there are many bullshit things about Venom. It's like Venom's only Venom got the Flash problem. We're like, what's the only thing that could beat the Flash? Another guy who can run fast. What's the only thing that could beat Venom? An, another guy with a Symbiote. slime suit like yeah. so it's basically been like nothing but slime suits for well, in the venom lore yeah um if you ever needed to like pinpoint where in time these creations came from his name was riot <laughs> jesus Not christ arsenal? you sure <laughs> hello fellow teenagers <laughs> some 50 year old man in a New York cubicle, like, <laughs> pitching. His name's Riot, see? <laughs> He's the baddest one of them all. Oh, dear. His name's like Riots. Remember the L.A. Riots? They were terrible. That's they what were... he's like. He's like racism. <laughs> he's like racism in a, in a slime suit. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an even, even bigger mouth with a bigger tongue. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. We'll give, him, um, we'll give him blade hands. <laughs> Ooh, spikes. Spiky shit. <laughs> more teeth, more tongue. That's basically your... How do we make something... How do we make something cooler than Venom? More teeth, more tongue. But... And I love this, like, the actual relationship dynamics with Eddie Brown. The symbiote calling him a pussy actually made me laugh. <laughs> like... And I legit looked up, so everybody... And, you know, it's 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 worth <laughs> befuddled mockery yet respect for, again... Tom Hardy just wants to be Hank Azaria. Like, that's really okay. what he wants. I feel like that's really what he wants to do. Because I looked up. I was like, did he actually do the Venom voice, too? And he did. Really? He did both voices. Um, so he's already... I, I, I didn't know. I thought maybe he did, but I was not He's sure. already doing, like, 1930s newsboy, Brooklyn <laughs> Newsboy for Eddie Brock to begin with, which everybody yeah. saw and went like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're so used to this version of Tom <laughs> Hardy. And then he comes out and he's like... 
He's like whiny New Yorker kid. <laughs> like, Annie, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I got to find the truth. I got to do, <laughs> do what I believe in, you know? And then Venom shows up. And it's, <laughs> it's like, we want tater tots. Like, <laughs> and also the, uh, the, when, at the very end, when Eddie call, uh, calls him, uh, um, I can do it. I can do it. God, oh, why is my brain like this? You are just... I'm on fire today. It is, today. A, it is a sponge today. What's the opposite today? of fire? A sponge. I am a sponge today. Shit just pouring out of it. Oh, it's not symbiote. It's parasite. Yes. And he's All like, right. he's like, say sorry. <laughs> and, and he's like, no. And he's like, you say sorry. He's like having a tantrum. I love it. Um, Definitely the, you know... Annie Venom handoff yes. two thirds through the movie <laughs> that launched probably about seven million fanfics. There's a whole domain oh, yes. out there yes, <laughs> built in with that because that's the closest you will get to what. So there is a very prominent, yeah, um, queer reading of this film, right? That at the time it may have died off since then, but like at least in the Twitter sphere I was traveling in mm-hmm. was real big. Okay, you talk, I will tell you my issues. My quibbles, if you will. I don't even remember any of the finer details of it, but it was just like this reading that just like, oh no, they're in love. Like, this is a... Like, they're shipping the symbiote and Eddie, basically. Um, That they are life partners meant to be together, and they are in love. And then when they, like, essentially, you know, when he's passed back through, like, this snake-tongued makeout with mm. Michelle Williams, that's like, you know, a sort of consummation right. of that. I am sure there are other things, but I don't go to that part of Tumblr, so I couldn't tell you what they are. <laughs> um, So here are my quibbles. I am totally fine. I wish there was more queerness in film and television. Yes. Always. More rainbows everywhere. Um, My issue is men are not allowed to have close relationships. Um, it's like fist pumps and that's it. Otherwise, like, no yeah. homo. Um, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. And there are two beings who have found, you know, this symbiotic relationship that, yeah, need each other to not be losers. And it's more than a friendship, sure, but it doesn't have to m- automatically go to queerness. And sometimes you can experiment, sure, and... If that was part of the character, that's fine. But you should also let there be close male relationships. I just think to make it automatically go to queerness is not fair to that driving force. To amend that. It's less queerness and more romance. But there... Not really. Like, there's no no candlelight dinners and any of that. No. Um, and I think you can have love without it being romantic love. Yes. Um, and I think that needs to be shown more, not not less. And again, totally happy to have tons of queerness in things. More queerness! Woo! And if that was the intent, that's fine. But I don't think you should just have to have one or the other and nothing in between. It's like, no, just saying that, like, that queerness can be expressed platonically. It doesn't, necess- yeah. doesn't have to be, like... You don't have to shoehorn a sexual or romantic element. Yeah, onto and it. and like Venom is a creature from another planet. Who knows what they're like, or if they have female and males <laughs> on their planet? It doesn't ascribe to your lame. <laughs> yeah, 
gender and sexuality identifications. Yeah. And Venom I, wants to fuck. Venom's going to fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, giant slime dick. Woo! That is definitely... There is porn out there for sure. <laughs> so much of it. And I'm not going to go looking for it. Hey, Google. <laughs> no. Ignore that, Google. Um, yeah, I know. We... <laughs> always waiting, always watching. I will be here. <laughs> Speaking of... Oh, my God. Is Google my symbi? Eventually, I'm just going to yes. be hearing her voice in my head everywhere I go. Oh, my God. What have I done? Um, yeah, and, like, I liked, even though, you know, it's that thing where there's, like, only a couple of female characters, they made them really good. I liked that the... The cast in this movie is ridiculous for yeah. what it is. Jenny Slate plays a doctor. Riz Ahmed from The Night Of plays the villain. Like, yeah, I think it's great, and I... Oh, and what's his name plays his boss? Eddie's oh, boss. Oh, yeah, um, I will never be able to mention his name, but he was, like, the guy who hung out at the barbershop in Luke Cage. Like. Yeah, and was, like, basically the father figure in yes. Luke Cage after Pops died. Um, surprise! Spoilers! <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> for three-year-old television show. Um, so, I I liked that Michelle Williams basically saved the day a yeah. number of times. <laughs> um, I liked that the Jenny Slate character existed. It's sad she died, but I'm glad they killed her, if that makes any sense, mm. right? Like, I just... Yeah, and again, with lots of people dying, always fun. <laughs> um, and I thought the action scenes were great. It was a great film. I'm going to fuck around and give this movie a nine. I'm also going to give it a nine! Oh, I want a high five. It left me hanging. Bam! So many high fives today. Better than it has any right to be. Yeah. For a character this shitty. And, and always sort of thought of in connection with a much bigger character. No one would have ever thought that this character could sustain a movie by itself. Yeah. A two-hour movie, I want it known. Wasn't happy about that, but... I liked it. But, I thought it was but, good. But, but... It used its time very wisely. I was never bored. Yeah. Even, like, his interaction with... I think her name was Mrs. Chan. Yeah, like, and at the end, he's, like, <laughs> breaking down. He's like, okay... There are good people and there are bad people. You yeah. only get to hurt, harm, maybe eat the bad people. The bad people. Well, how do I know? <laughs> you just you'll know. You'll be able to figure it out. And then, like when, when Chekhov's uh, loan shark comes back at the end of the movie <laughs> to like threaten her again, it's like, well, that's a bad guy, right? Yes. And then he eats him. Yeah. Right in front of Mrs. Chen, who seems fairly nonplussed about the whole thing. But <laughs> well, initially she was like. She was like, Eddie, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I've got this. And that's where the line comes from, right. where I've got this, you know. I've got a parasite. I've got a parasite. Take it back. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Venom. Yeah. Never a sentence I thought I would say <laughs> in my life. But I was, again, what what do we say we are trying to evaluate things on now? Is this the best version of, of what itself. this thing is trying of itself? Yes. Is this the best version of itself? Yeah, I'd say it is. Yeah. Like, they did something, they made it, yes, it's a dark, twisted movie in some ways, but they also made it really lighthearted. Like, it was funny a lot of the time. Tom Hardy is a really compelling and funny actor. And, like, he's a, Tom Hardy is a very good actor. So, he doesn't half-ass, as we know, he doesn't half-ass anything. If he signed on for this, he knew what he was doing, and he knew he was gonna, apparently he modeled the Venom voice after Busta Rhymes. I don't know. Part of it. I don't know. I didn't read the whole quote. But. You know what? I'm going to read some stuff because now I'm really interested. <laughs> I'm 
see a second Venom movie. <laughs> Which there may be, may or may not be. We'll, we'll, we'll know, I'm sure soon a surprising enough. amount of money, didn't it? Like, yeah. I think the whole thing was surprising. Everybody was like, this is the end of Marvel. Yeah. Sony just limping along, trying to milk the most it can out of its out of the properties it still has. And the, Marvel, and the Venom movie fucked around and was decent and made yeah. a shit ton of money. Yeah. Like, go it, really. I know it just, it was like another giant, fr- <laughs> like, franchise thing, but still, like... Go, you. <laughs> so, yes. See? I was delighted when we find We'd love to be surprised and delighted. Yeah. Friends, maybe you're mad this episode was so short. We've been here since, like, 2.30. Too long. We've <laughs> been here for, like, six hours. Yeah, my butt's sore. Okay, it doesn't matter how good the folding chair is. After six hours, you can only do so much. Yeah. I mean, like, good lumbar support, but I, I, gotta, I gotta go. So, for the sake of Caitlin's butt... We're gonna wrap this up, and uh, hell, Game of Thrones is starting in an hour, so I need to get her out of here so I can get. I can He's get... gotta get snacks ready. He's gotta. Right, I got shit to do. Gotta hydrate. Like we said at the top, friends, if you want to get at us in any fashion, all the socials were mentioned at the front half of the show. We'll be back next week with I, I guess what we're calling Opportune June. Opportune, Opportune June, June will be will be kicking off, and uh, yeah, if you have any recommendations for things you have, you want to hear us talk more about. Or we, like, promised to watch and never did. <laughs> Something you were horrible. like, they said they were going to do this, and they never did. I'm Let- kind of shouting at you, Kira. <laughs> Kira is the Pepperidge Farms of this podcast. <laughs> Kira remembers. She will get at us. Friends, thank you so much for listening. As you do every week, it means the world to us. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. Theme song is by Rob Gasser. And I think I worked this out now. We'll have you listen next week. Sure. That was pretty good. You did great, kid. Okay, thanks. Bye! Oh, snap! Salt better than sugar. Up top. Hypertension, no diabetes. Also, high five! Yeah. Fun with Google. (laughs) (laughs) Just listening to everything you say. Everything I say.